Process Podcast episode 337, and we are on the eve of the snow apocalypse. It feels like, even though I think it's only supposed to be one to three centimeters, not exactly. But it has the vibe. It's dark, and it's like just yeah. constantly snowing. Mm-hmm. And it just has like the that. vibe of like, you know, you're not going to be able dumped. to get out of your house when you wake up. Like, it's just, this is it, you know. And as much as I dislike shoveling snow, I love the idea of waking up and there's just like eight feet of snow outside. Yeah. Knowing that somehow it's got to get moved. It's got to get cleared up. But uh, I'm just glad I don't like at the, at the condo, there's no, I don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. I don't have to shovel a driveway. I don't have to salt anything. I don't have to, all I have to do is clean snow and ice off the car, which isn't really a big deal. I've got a nice little ice scraper from, from Costco. Mm. um it works a treat and i haven't had to leave the house very often (coughs) hence the cough so i'm okay with that but i would like i would like a big dumping of snow like to watch it especially like from the window just on the balcony like surveying my land so to speak right i want to look out and just see like feet of snow I want to be able to reach over the balcony and touch the snow beneath it. That's how much snow. So we're talking like nine, 10 feet. Mm-hmm. For me, that's optimal. Anything less than that is kind of subpar. It's it's passable, but it's it's not, not really super exciting. As long as I don't have to drive in it. I hate driving in falling snow. I was going to say, I, I wouldn't mind it because I don't really have to go anywhere. <laughs> that's I'm like, true. yeah, sure. I can just observe it and not have to be like oh i have to drive through that that night yeah that that's the part that i don't like and i've been i don't think i've been caught out in too many snowstorms i've been caught out in a lot more rainstorms and whatnot than snow but i remember one time this was two christmases three christmases uh from 2018 into 2019 so that that was third year pre-australia basically mm-hmm. is that that's the time frame we're dealing with right um we were all down at a pond playing pond hockey like me and a bunch of friends and there was probably had like 30 people there total and like friends of friends and then their friends would come and it was just a whole group of people and so we were there Canadian for like the whole ever. day very canadian we were skating was, yeah skating uh-huh. skating on a frozen pond so like you're yeah. skating around like frozen tufts of the like the cattail grass that sticks. I've done up. it once, believe it or not. I'm really. Canadian. I've played pond hockey once. Yeah. Nice. I'm not very good at pond hockey, so I'm not trying to too much. I'm not very good at skating. Hockey, I'm okay at, but skating, no. Interesting. I mean, I can skate decently well. I can shoot a puck decently well. I can stick handle decently well, but I wouldn't say I'm compared to other people my age. Like I wouldn't. I'm not very good at hockey. Mm. Um, but where was I going with that story? Oh, yeah. So we're playing hockey for like the whole day. Probably got there around lunchtime and everything. Um, so maybe five, six hours. And we're as we're leaving at like 5.30 or 6, 
it's been snowing like lightly most of the day, but in the last hour it's picked up to the point where we had to like stop and shovel the snow off of the rink that we were playing on. Mm. And this is at the bottom of a hill, right? Because it's a pond and then there's a big hill going up one side and a big hill going up the other side. And I was in the minivan and I was taking a few people home and oh my God, like there was, there was snow tires on it. There was like whatever the traction control stuff is. And like we're going up this hill in just probably maybe six inches of loose powdery fluff on a car that's so front heavy and there's like no weight in the back. And it was you're taking people fished. home. You'd have weight in the back. I was like, there's weight in the back, but I, there was me and three other people. So in the whole back it is of more the car, front where heavy though, yeah, it is more front heavy. Yeah, front front half heavy, I would say. Which for a front wheel drive car for traction is probably what you want, but probably. you also want a good balance. Yeah, and that's the thing that we did not have was balance because the top end was just so yeah preposterous you're saying it was like light. tokyo drift getting out of the it was like tokyo home. drift going at 10 kilometers an hour oh yeah because if i put too much pressure on the gas then i would just completely spin out and I, we wouldn't move at all so i had mm-hmm. to like i was like going slow enough to have traction and not spin out while you're still kind of losing control and then like traction control is like you can hear the thing like whirring like a purring yeah. cat almost as it's correcting stuff and i think that's the last well no that wasn't the last shit time the the most recent shit time was valentine's day this year where nick sean not nick sharon and i went out nick and sharon went to that paper mill in georgetown in the morning right then we bailed i was like i'm too tired i could not be fucked and then I do. I did go with them to some place in the afternoon. I don't remember what it was called, but it was it was down at the bottom of this hill, and like driving down the hill probably took like two minutes to get down the hill. It was fucking big, and covered in slush and grossness and Fun. anything that winter can throw at it. And I'm thinking to myself, that's not going to be fun to drive up later. Surely it wasn't at all. Like I couldn't not. Sharon was in front of me. He couldn't get up because he was also in, I think he was in the the Nissan Rogue at that point, something like that. Like we couldn't get up the hill. Nick was able to get up the hill. He was driving a small light car. I guess relatively lightish in comparison. Yeah, compared to your two cars, yeah, it's probably not much heavier than your car. I mean, not much lighter, yeah. sorry. That's interesting. Than the Mazda. Makes sense, though. Oh, no, sorry. This was the van. This was the minivan. Oh, okay. So, yeah, quite a bit lighter. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Nick made it up, and Sharon and I are like, we're stuck, and now there's cars behind us, so we can't just back up and roll down to the bottom of the right. hill. So, we have to do, like, three-point turns in this, like, crackly, slushy junk, basically, and not spin out. And keep in mind, like, if we go – and it's not exactly a wide – thing like you can squeeze two cars by there but it's pretty tight mm-hmm. um and i wouldn't recommend it i did not have fun um so we finally get ourselves turned around and i rolled my window down at the people who were like behind me who were very patient very nice people they didn't honk or anything 
Um, would have honked, I I would like have, if it was me, I would have got out of the car and I would have peed on their windshield or something. Yeah. And I was like, it's, I can't get up. Like, there's no way. I don't think you'll be able to get up because they were in a, like an older burgundy caravan. Mm. I was like, good luck. You can try, but good luck. And so they ended up following Sharon and I as well. And we make it back down to the bottom of this hill after like effectively being stuck. And so we go up this little route to another hill to lead us up, ideally out the other way so that we can basically go around a country block and then come back to where Nick is the like opposite side of this ravine thing. And we're going up the second hill and it's still snowy. It's not slushy, but it's a bunch of snow that's packed down. So it might as well just be ice. And we both like we're driving up and I see Sharon's back tires start to spin out and he's like kind of going sideways up the hill. I'm like, I'm, I'm next. And sure enough, boom. And, uh, it took a lot of, it took a lot of work to get up that hill, but we finally did. Hence why I don't like driving and stuff. Yeah. It's not entirely fun unless you have like a, an actually good off-road car. Then it could be fun. Either a good off-road car, a snowmobile, or like a like a side by side type of thing. I would. Yeah, but I don't even think a snowmobile would be that great because they're good in like deep powder. It's not deep slow, and if it's mm. slush, it's not it's not gonna go anywhere either. That's true. That's true. Not really. I wouldn't mind. I really want a side by side, just to, just to have. You know, I think would, they look yeah, mean. Not one. I don't like. I'm not a fan of the Polaris ones. I think the Polaris ones look a little boxy. Not in a bad way, but in a more utilitarian way. Um, I think Yamaha could be Yamaha. I could be totally cooking the name. Does ones where they're a bit lower and they look nice and mean, nice and aggressive. The whole aggressive versus friendly conversation again. But yeah, that's for that's for point in life when there's money to spare. A situation though, if that activity you'd want something that looks aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, you would. You're gonna it breeds your manliness. Yeah, you're gonna sure. cruise just through the woods. Might as well just walk at that point. No, you're gonna be <laughs> having this thing pinned that's a with good, your that's four a buddies just screaming with huge grins on your faces. You're just absolutely pinning it through this forest and all this mud. And you want something aggressive. It's like a it's like a sea dew. Yeah. Yeah, I want yeah. it to look like a Lamborghini. I want it to look like an Aventador where it's got or a stealth fighter, which has got fucking all these different surface changes and yeah. fins and everything else. That's what I want. You know, that's like it really the, does look like that, doesn't it? It matches the, at it the activity, right? It's purposeful for the activity. Mm. It's gotta add excitement and pizzazz. I love the I love the design of Sea Doo stuff. I think it's just so well, it's all like cohesive with like Can Am, like the Can Am side by sides, right? And then the mm-hmm. the Ski Doo. Oh yeah, it's all BRP, right? Yeah. Which is like they're different like sub genres of the sub genres of motorsport. Yeah, exactly. Or recreational sports, right? Expensive recreational sports. Yeah, it's expensive. I just I love the look of them, man. Like side by sides. I don't be even fun, though, for sure. There's a guy yeah, on YouTube yeah. that I watched. Me and dad watch Car Guy. Not much older than us. It has this like whole compound in the a state compound. somewhere. That's just like calling it a compound is. Really it is. Bad. It's this. His channel is like uh, his name's Adam LZ. Ooh. 
and yeah yeah he bought this like multi-million dollar compound in florida which is like got like a bunch of houses and a bunch of giant warehouses and shops and everything he like drifts Uh, around it and drives around anyways but he's got a side by side i don't know which one but he like just got it like built from some like tuning shop that actually like builds like works on and everything and it's things like fucking I think it's like a four-cylinder like turbo one or something and it's fucking quick and that looks like it'd be an absolute blast of a time yeah they're miraculously quick for what they are well it's not a whole lot of weight right no they're pretty light so i've seen people like break hands with them where they're like because they've got the roll cage right yeah and there's grips inside the roll cage but it's it's at an angle where it's almost more instinctive to grab the outside. Right. Because it's like a better vantage point as opposed to having to grab something inside because then your arms are like at a different angle versus that. Maybe that other way feels natural, like you're holding on to something. And there's a video of a guy who's who's in a side and the like side by side hits a rock or something on one side and like this driver loses control and it flips. So this guy naturally shits himself, grabs onto the thing, boom right on his head smush like smush you gotta think too like it's like punching a piece of bread like 50 kilometers an hour off road feels a lot faster than 50 kilometers an hour on a road it really does right anything that's rough and feels more violent is gonna feel a lot faster like 50 Mm -hmm. kilometers on a smooth road is just like cruising even when the window's down everything it's just normal right in a normal car and then if Mm -hmm. you're doing that in like a boat or like off road, and you're going that fast, Zoom. and you're doing all the bumps and like everything, it feels a lot faster than you get excited. You know, you it's get even excited. like go karts. Like go karts feel a lot faster than they are, even the slow ones. They yeah. open to the public That's because true. like you're out to the in, in, you're, you're open, right? There's no roof. There's no sound deadening or anything like that. It's a much different experience, isn't it? It's like on a bike, right? Like it's gonna feel That's a lot true. faster. Remember the day when you came to Spartech to when we recorded the episode with Lachlan mm-hmm. almost like 150-ish episodes ago? Right. Um, after work that day, as you were driving there, um, they had an ATV out back that I think is Lachlan's, but James was taking it for the weekend, something like that. So they were just like driving around. Or he had to pick it up from the shop or something. There's a shop like just down the road. Um so they were driving it, and Lachlan was driving it around back because there's like a whole cornfield that is still attached to Spartech's property, and they own it for some reason, mm-hmm. and they don't even grow corn. Um, I don't ask questions. I just was there. Um, and Lachlan asked if I wanted to ride it, so I was like, sure, I'll go for a spin. I've driven it once before. Um, and I'm going like 40, 35, 40 kilometers an hour through a freaking cornfield that's all just like flat it's just dead stuff at this point um but it felt so fucking fast i'm like whoa Mm -hmm. they're like if i fall now i'm gonna break a bone or something yeah yeah. and i'm going like 35 40 kilometers an hour Uh not even that fast like i can go that speed on a bike if i need to i have gone that speed on a bike and that doesn't feel as fast probably because i'm tired but then you go that on like an ATV and you like, yeah, you feel the bumps and the ground and you can hear everything. And it's a di- I think it's, a, it's also a different sensation when the sound of what is 
making you move fast is a lot louder and a lot more present. Yeah. Whereas like, yeah, it's in like a on car, a bike, it's, it's silent. So you just hear wind. Yeah. A car, modern cars are super quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with like a an ATV or something, or like a go kart or whatever. You don't have sound ending. You don't have a roof. You don't have like feet of Nothing. exhaust pipes and mufflers to quieten Just down like the a steel grate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think there's something to do with like controlling the speed by your hand versus a pedal. With like a sea do or something like that, where, or even a motorcycle, I guess, where you're revving the whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it's called. And that's what's creating the speed versus a pedal. Maybe it's that different sensation that you're not as used to, you're not as accustomed to it. You're used to going fast by flexing your toes, basically. Yeah, probably. Which is a bit strange to think about. Now, each time I see someone speeding, I'm just going to imagine them flexing their toes, mm. you know, like against the car floor. No, I just walk in for it. No toes, just all foot. Full foot. Full foot, including heel? Yeah, because, well, the gas pipe, uh, pedal on the Beamer is from the fl- is attached to the floor, right? It doesn't hang down. Oh, I don't even know what mine does. I think it hangs. Probably hangs down. Most cars like that now. A lot of European cars from using just like that or like the supercars and stuff or from the bottom. I don't know if there's a, I don't know if there's like a performance kind of like advantage to or something. Maybe it's if you can rest your whole foot and have your whole foot on it, have more control over the throttle. I don't know. Or mm, what maybe. That makes sense. But um, yeah, it's got like, I don't huh. know. That is strange. I uh, to bring it to somewhat something somewhat design related, although that is design related. Drive a car. Summation of the of the conversations that I want to see do and I want to side by side. Right. And I wouldn't mind a Riker if someone was feeling generously inclined. Mm. Um, but I was doing work today, and it was kind of just a sketching focused day. And the last two days, it's like a couple days before Christmas. It's the week before Christmas, so no one's really stressing to get something done because you're going into holiday mode. Most people are are already in holiday mode already. Right. I'm in fucking holiday mode. But uh, so I was working on sketching stuff today, taking my time with it, and I've done this for the last two, three days where I've had Jim Lee's, the replays of Jim Lee's Twitch streams. Mm-hmm playing on youtube like an hour and a half or three hours or what some a few of them are like five six hours and i'm just watching that listening to him talk kind of watching him draw and me drawing myself at the same time and there's something that feels so profoundly productive about doing that it's like working in the presence of someone else especially someone of that stature at the table with him exactly that's exactly what it felt like imagining myself like oh imagining i'm this is like for a comic stuff and i've got like 20 more pages to do today and i've got all this stuff to work out and i'm just sitting there like drawing towers and logs basically mm. like trying to draw kids um but it may it maybe it's like a productivity hack or something but i felt so in the zone as soon That's as he good. starts doing his thing and like puts the pencil to the paper and starts roughing stuff in i'm like fuck i'm i'm in 
He's got a I'm very there. gentle voice, doesn't he? Oh, it's so Which, soothing. He's such a chill oh guy. And he's such a, like, oh my god, watching him sketch. I think the thing I love most about watching him work, other than the inking, because when he inks the, the sketches, it's so satisfying to it's watch. Huge. But I love, like, he'll do it a lot, because he'll t- take a lot of suggestions usually when he's uh, live streaming on Twitch, where it'd be like, you know, who, you know, what character you want me to draw, or whatever, right? And, like, there's a lot of the common ones, like Batman, because that's, like, who he used to draw the most for actual comics, right? Like, does a lot mm-hmm. of Batman, which means a lot of Batman villains. So usually it's, like, Batman or Joker. Right, or a lot of Superman and stuff like that. So he does the Joker a lot. And I've seen a few where he's drawn the Joker and like when he's just going with either like, you know, the blue lead or whatever, doing mm-hmm. the quick, like constructive kind of work on the page, he'll like if it's like a way, like a, a certain posture or the Joker standing, he'll like draw it and he'll be like he'll give tips on like how to draw this character, but not from like those classic tutorial videos where it's like draw an ellipse then draw another box yeah. on top and now you can connect and make it it's not like a like a, a formulaic way to draw the joker it's like understanding the character and by doing that you understand how you should draw it in a really right. cool way so it's like you know he's like talking about like well you know the joker is like the skinny character and you know he uses this to make him look the stand where he's got the certain style to him and the certain you know presence and whatever and so that's why he'll say like that's why you gotta draw you know with his like you know with his like pelvis like forward and his chest back or like his chest out a bit more than usual and his pelvis mm-hmm. back and you know he's and then shows like what would look not quite right and then mm-hmm. and then erases it and kind of and it goes over and shows you what does look right obviously because he knows you're drawing the character thousands of times Billion, but like because yeah. he understands the character right he understands like so true you know he would understand that okay well batman wouldn't stand like this because you know he's not gonna stand with his like shoulders down whatever and not look intimidating or cool right he's like this buff dude who's intimidating and you know he's confident in himself so he's gonna hold himself like this kind of thing and how you mm-hmm. draw that and and then does little like little tips on like you know okay if you're doing you know, foreshortening or this perspective, this is how you get this right or whatever. Right. It's super cool. I love when I get like people to do that, right? So I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. You're not just showing me how you're doing it, but why you're doing it. And that's fucking cool. You know, and that's like the most productive way to learn it, right? Is yeah. seeing how, but also seeing why or being told, being explained why. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've talked about it so many times, right? That's like what I love about Bruce. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I Other wouldn't expect any less. Well, yeah, yeah. There's, there's many reasons why, but it's, you know, it's not that I expected less. But watching him sketch, like that's one of the you know the constant battles. Where it's okay, do you go to design school or do you not bother school and you just teach yourself, you know, from YouTube tutorials and now you can become a designer kind of thing. As the one thing that most tutorials, like in, from my in my opinion, like at least nine percent of tutorials on any sort of design always get wrong or just don't even talk about which is like the why mm-hmm. which is like way more important than the what right yeah 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 anyone can learn how to use this to how to make like a chrome effect text in photoshop or how to use this you know um repeat pattern in illustrator or how to set up this template for indesign or something or create this little filter in like a 
or motion graphic thing in After Effects or whatever, right? Um, or XD or whatever. But like, you just learn like, like with the Joker, you'd learn like you know some how to draw this character. And it's a formulaic like just do circle, circle, connect, and now you've done it. Well, now you only know how to draw that character in that exact perspective, in that exact view, with that expression. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. You learn the what, but you not learn the why, right? If you and with these tutorials, it's just like okay, do this, follow, see, follow, use this tool, then this, and then do this, and then add a clipping mask, and then add a gradient, and blah blah blah. You're good. Add some noise, and now see you've got this cool effect. Cool. Now you can do it for that one word <laughs> in that one situation. Mm-hmm. What if like a client or anything's like most of the time will not want that exact situation? Well, then you're fucked. You're like, how yeah. do I re- how do I use this tool in any other situation? I'd, I've only know how to use it when I'm using this text and this font, you know, whatever. And then you're fucked, right? So like when Bruce, he's not just doing a car sketch where it's like sketch in front of us and then you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, it looks better. I see. But he's like, or he's not just like, you know, does the shadow or whatever, the melting kind of oil, uh, the oil, oil stain, stain kind of look at it works you know the way he'll draw like a wheel or a little bit of shading in the wheel or you know why does this angle or whatever he's not just doing it and then you're like oh, okay yeah it looks good i wouldn't i would expect him to be able to draw something pretty well but instead he's talking okay i'm gonna i'm putting this shape in the wheel because i want to look dish like this or i'm gonna do the oil stain here and not here because i want it to follow this perspective or you know i'm doing this because of this once you learn the why he's doing it, not just the what he's doing, you can apply the why to all the situations, yeah. right? You can only yeah. apply the what to like certain situations. That's the problem that I think a lot of people yeah. miss out on, right? Like, Unfortunately, it's true. And that's a, a lot of the questions that would come through because it's, it's all done through Twitch, right? And then the, yeah. all, the whole, the chat is still captured through YouTube. Um and I don't really know how Twitch works. I don't know if they can, if they're, it's just typing or if they can verbalize stuff as well. It's just typing. It's just typing. It's just typing. Okay, that would get outrageous if it was voice. Oh, stuff. God, yeah, on Twitch. If you only knew what Twitch was, if you could, like, call in, that would be fucking awful. I feel like if you're a hot tub streamer, then you can it would be bad. kind of a calling thing. That would be bad. Sometimes people have, like, voices like don- for donations. So, like, oh, yeah. if you donate a certain amount of money, it'll be, like, you know, one of those, like, robot voices, automated voices, whatever, that read out the message. That's fucking weird. But it depends what, like, the person set up, and I don't think Jim Lee's bothered to really set this stuff up, if he didn't really have the time. No, I don't think so. It's it's better that he doesn't, I think. No, you can't distract him from sketching. Being amazing. Leave him be. And, yeah. <laughs> leave him be. Leave. But a lot leave of people were be. talking... They would talk, but they'd, they'd ask some questions like, "Hi, like, hi, Jim Lee. Is is it uh better if I go to school for art or if I just keep practicing on my own?" And he would never, he'd never say one is better than the other, but he would always says like, "Practice is the best thing that you can do, and the consistency is the best thing that you can do." And he said, "Like the reason that I can." do this so quickly now is because I've been doing that same thing for 28, 32 years, whatever it yeah. has been since 1987 when he started. And, oh yeah, that's true, isn't it? Yeah, I remember, Here's me like stressing and yeah. then thinking, 
the max I've been doing this for four years, like four, five and a half years. Yeah. I'd say four years because I wouldn't really count first year. That's just, that's like training wheels, right? Right. But in terms of being able to ride a bike, it's been four years type of a thing. But like, oh, that's, that's, that's a, that's a positive perspective. Yeah, I think I've watched one of those videos where like someone in the chat asked him like, oh, how are you so good at, how can you draw it perfectly in one go? And, he's, and he'll be like, well, I don't always get it right in the first go, but also I've been drawing this character for like 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Think yeah. of how much muscle, think of how much muscle memory you have now when it comes to sketching. And I think about that, like just in the muscle memory that I've learned about drawing things in a specific way for work. Like I'll draw these large, like, 13 foot tall play posts that we have that are effectively they're just wood cylinders that are right. kind of irregular right it's like a tree trunk with no branches and no right. tree and it's it's in the ground um but like they're they're typically drawn in kind of a certain way and that's just how it's been done for the last four years so like i'll adopt that and i'll put my own little thing on it but it's not i'm not like mapping out the perspective each time and putting an ellipse mm -hmm. at each point that the that the directionality of the log changes mostly it's like a thick line on one side a thin line on the other side and odds are they're either dead straight or somewhat bent and like a little line at the top it's not even an enclosed shape and then maybe two or three dots in the middle to indicate like a nod in the wood or a, a slight imperfection mm -hmm. and that's it that's my log but before, like the first log sketch that I did, followed perspective, and I was like sketching in line weight and like wood checking out of it and everything, like unnecessary detail. And now it's like boom, 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 done. Three lines, done. And that yeah. loops back to like what we were talking about the other day, where learning to sketch, and it's all about like efficiency and being quick with time and. You can spend five minutes sketching one log, or you can do it in three lines in three seconds. It's up to you. Yeah. What's going to be the most efficient thing? Probably the three lines in three seconds. Yeah. But then it also takes so. time to get there, right? So. Exactly. And I've still got a long way to go, and we've still got a long way to go, mm -hmm. and Jim Lee still has a long way to go. You know? Yep. He's still got time and ability to push into it, but it did lead me into another thing which relates to another thing that I want to talk about, but I'm going to save that for tomorrow because I think you'll have some interest, some more insight on it. And I kind of killed the first half of this with rants about vehicles that I want to buy. Yeah, driving up a snowy hill. Yeah. Driving up a snowy hill. Yeah. I made that go for like eight minutes. That was unnecessary, but hey, so is the podcast. The podcast is unnecessary, but we fucking love it. That's the point. Exactly. That's why we're amazing, right? And uh, if you also think that we're amazing, or if you think that you you yourself are amazing, which you are. send us an email telling us about it. Which you are, of course. That's what it's always been. You are amazing. But send us an email to highbigdesigncompany.com or visit the website www.bigdesigncompany.com. And if you have a podcast question, hide at the process podcast at gmail.com. Please and thank you, Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? process underscore underscore podcast splendiferous ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening we'll see you tomorrow peace the process.
assembly required.